Hey, I'm Drew. Welcome to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. This is where we drink coffee and discuss our favorite movies. Each week, one of my friends and I will talk about a different movie. So brew your favorite coffee, relax, and let's get started. Welcome back to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. I'm here with my friend Cam today. Hello, how you doing? Doing pretty well. How about you? I'm so good. Yeah? How's your head? Yeah, I hit my head this morning, so um, I'm still great. We're going to play it by ear. All right, perfect. Yeah. If I pass out in the middle, I'm sorry. Hey, you know. We'll film in episode two. I'll, I'll edit it out. Edit the thought out? They'll have no idea. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, all right, so we're uh, we're talking today about uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Um, and while we're doing that, we're drinking some pour-overs from, again, my favorite coffee shop here in Nashville. It's a local favorite, but also a pretty cool. big tourist favorite. Sweet. Yeah. It's very delicious. They have. take a sip right now? They are really good big on their beans and roasting and all this yeah so awesome yeah um so ford versus ferrari it came out november 15th 2019 very fresh yes uh james probably gonna butcher his name mangold sounds right to me sure he directed it he also directed um the wolverine and logan no way yeah i didn't know that i didn't know it until which is last the best night. one yeah, Logan's not. I don't like Logan, but for personal reasons. Okay. okay. Um, I think they tried too hard to make it R-rated. I guess I could see that. Because it came out right after Deadpool, and sure. I feel like they were trying too hard. Sure. But then I also, I just don't like when people kill my favorite characters. It's going to happen. I know it has <laughs> I'm to so happen. so sorry. <laughs> and I accept that it happens. It doesn't mean I'm okay with it. That's fair. So, that's, otherwise, it yeah. was a good movie. Yeah. It just... Like that, that movie was so like earthy and and like mm-hmm. it was down to earth way more than the other x-men movies were oh very know? much so which was so much needed i think in order to bring in a new crowd to that yes and it's hard to bring in a new crowd at the end of a series you know right though i feel like i mean i know he doesn't do it anymore but as long as hugh jackman is wolverine they'll pull they'll pull oh, anyone yeah. in yep um but we're not talking about those movies today uh, so again, Ford versus Ferrari. It also stars uh, Matt Damon, Christian Bale, um, and a couple other people. It took me a while to recognize a handful of them, like Josh Lucas. Mm-hmm. I saw him, and I was like, I know he looks familiar. But who is that guy? But who is he? He's from uh, the movie Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. 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 I know he's done a lot of other ones, but that's the movie I recognized him from. Yeah. Um, and then Phil was... Uh, Which one was Phil? He was the older guy that worked with Matt Damon the whole time. Yeah, okay. The really skinny mm-hmm. older guy. He played... He um, looked familiar for sure. Yeah, he's played in a couple movies uh, as, like, not main characters, but also not background characters, like that middle level yeah. of support supporting characters. Mm-hmm. That's the name. Um, But I don't remember his name. I feel bad. Don't feel bad. But You could look it up, though. I, I you could. You got a computer, right? You here. know, and I... Because and so now I'm dying to know. I did look it up, but I forgot to write it down. <laughs> okay. And so that's it's just where we're at. Perfect. Um And then um what's his name? The guy from The Walking Dead. See, I don't watch The Walking Dead. He um I just know him from The Walking Dead. And he's also the Punisher in Daredevil. Oh yeah, that yeah. guy. What's his name? I I just know him as Shane in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But I, I loved him as an actor. Mm-hmm. I need to figure out his name. Here, I'm going to Google it on my phone while we're talking. Do it. Do it. The cast was really good. It was a phenomenal it, cast. It was a great cast. I, I was did so not, surprised. I did not recognize Christian Bale. Really? I had to, like, I knew it was him. Yeah. But he was so skinny. He was skinny. And it just, it threw me so much. John Bernthal. Yes. He was a good one. He was great. Um, Christian Bale, he had to lose, like, 70 pounds for this role. For this role. Wow. And Matt Damon said, like, he had asked him one time how he did it, and it, I guess Christian Bale just didn't eat. That's insane. He, like, just wouldn't eat to lose 70 pounds. He didn't look that skinny to me in the movie. Hmm. I'll have to go back and look at compared screenshots. Compare to, like, compare it to, like, his normal. Yeah. He was really skinny. Okay. Um. I'll compare it to Batman do it but i also just watched him i just also just watched the newsies a couple weeks ago yeah which is when he was really young 
but he still, you know, was com- was mm-hmm. filled out, especially mm-hmm. in his face. And so then watching this one, yeah, I was his like, face did look really skinny in yeah. this. I think it was all like you know the dirt from like working on the cars mm-hmm. that kind of just gave it more definition and more oomph to me. Yeah. But yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, it was he was pretty skinny in there. Yeah, he was. Um, I was also really thrown by his accent. Did he not nail that? He's I don't even from know. the UK. Yeah, but it was just so much like. I want to know like how much was that like, is that his original accent? Because he's from I don't the think UK. I've never heard him do an actual interview before. Yeah. Have you watched him do an interview? No. Like that was another. Wow. Thing do we I even like movies if we've never seen a Christian Bale? I know. Interview. No. Uh. Let's pretend like it's not his actual accent. Because <laughs> to me, it's not. It, like, he nailed this role, and I don't even know what the accent was supposed to be because I had no idea going into this movie what yeah. to expect. I just knew what a Ford was. I knew what a Ferrari was. Right. knew the companies. knew the cars. But I had no idea about these characters, what they did for Mm-mm. the Le Mans racing, what Le Mans was, e- w- what it even was. So the whole thing was just a huge treat. But back to his accent, he nailed that the entire time. Oh, yeah. One well, of my so favorite the, actors. The actual, so the real Ken Miles was also, I think, from like from the UK. Okay. So, but, I, I mean, obviously. Yeah. But um, it was really good. Um, yeah, I've never, never been into car movies, mm-hmm. racing, or any of that kind of stuff. Like, my dad used to watch NASCAR on Sundays when I was a little kid, but can't do NASCAR. It's just you're in a circle. You're just driving in a circle. But I knew what the Daytona 500 was. I knew what that, that was. Yeah, heard well, of that before. Yeah, but that that was that the was only it. part of the whole <laughs> movie. Aside from like I knew what a Ferrari that was, was familiar. I knew what a Ford was. Yep. Aside from that, I knew like the Daytona 500 was the only thing I recognized. Yeah. And even then, I didn't recognize this race because mm-hmm. this was the 24 hours at Daytona. Never heard of it. No, ne- I didn't know 24 hour races were a thing. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it makes I under like I get it. Like you're testing the car endurance, but also the driver's endurance. Yep. Like, yep. But uh, yeah, it it was all completely new to me too. Yeah. Um. So why so why did you why did you choose this movie and why why do you like it? So I think I chose this movie from the list of movies that you gave me because I first of all I wanted to see it. I saw maybe one or two trailers mm-hmm. for it when it was going to come out last year, um, but I never made it around to the theaters to watch it. But I love the actors. Right. I love movies that are like in different time periods. Mm-hmm. Um, when was this one? The 60s? I think like so. Like 65 and 66. Yes. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I love movies that are based on true stories that I mm-hmm. know nothing about. Yeah. So it's educational in a sense. Um, but... This one just had such a cool like edge to it, you know. You you you're looking at the trailer and you're like, all right, Ford versus Ferrari. Wait, was it? Is that even a question? Of course, Ferrari wins. In when you're thinking about it now, right? Right, because you think of Ford, you think of like Ford trucks. Yeah, and Ferrari, Ferraris you think sports, you think premium, you think fancy, you think yeah. Italian. Like it's it's an Italian sports car. Yeah, Ford like, builds trucks. Uh, exactly. So Ford versus Ferrari. Is this a documentary? Like, what what am I walking into here? Um, so I think just like my lack of knowledge mm-hmm. made me want to do it. My curiosity. I'm a big fan of mystery. If I don't know something, if I don't know anything about something, then I want to discover it. Mm-hmm. That's why I chose the movie. Um, and I'm so glad I did. It was a good one. You know, it was yeah. so good. Last night was the first time I watched it. And like I said, like I've never been a fan of racing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I don't really know cars. I appreciate how cars look. Yeah. Same. But other than that, I don't I don't understand that. I don't know anything. I know a V eight is a juice smoothie and an engine. Yes. Yeah. I know how to I change got. a battery. Dude, that's, that's really good. Impressive. That's yeah, out yeah. of necessity. I can fill my oil. I can't change it. I can I can check my oil. Yeah. That's checking it's good. Yep. It's really good. I feel really embarrassed by how yeah. little knowledge <laughs> exactly. I have of cars. But, like, it pulled me in. Yeah. Like, at all the right moments. Like, even in the races, it was so... Why did why did you want to watch this movie? Like, why was it on your list initially? Because it would force me to watch it. Cause yeah. when Is this I not s- a normal movie you would choose to watch? Not really. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm really big into, like, 
I don't have anything against like based on true stories because mm-hmm. most of them that I watch I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. But I tend to watch more of like um, action and adventure yeah, kind of stuff, which I love. Yeah, which are great movies, mm-hmm. great stories. Um, but I had seen the trailers for it and I was like, oh, I want to watch this, but I never got to the theater to watch it. Yeah. Um, because I was like busy and just sure. never got a chance to go see it in theaters. So, um, me putting it on the list would give me the opportunity to where I'd have to watch it, mm-hmm. knowing that I would probably enjoy it. Hoping someone like me would choose it from yes. the list. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, that's really it. Um, I've watched a handful of, like, based on true events kind of things where it's stuff in history that I never knew about. Sure. Like, another one is, um, it's a, Benedict Cumberbatch was in it, and it was based about Thomas Edison. Um, huh. Which he would probably play a great do- Thomas Edison. He was great. He played Thomas Edison, right? Yes. I did. bet it was great. Uh, let me pull it up quickly. The Current War. Never heard of it. Yeah, it came out in 2017, but it was actually just re-released to theaters last year. Huh. So I saw it in theaters last year. And it's uh, it's the story of the cutthroat race between electricity titans Thomas Edison and George Westinghouse to determine whose electrical systems would power the modern world. And it's talking about like when Thomas Edison invents the light bulb. Yeah. And the whole um, direct current versus the other current um, with electricity. Sure. And how power lines that run above versus power lines that can run in the ground. Hmm. And how the electric chair was invented because of this uh, race between the two of them is a whole thing. Um, it's a really interesting movie. Cool. Yeah. I may have to check it out. But I, f- I feel like if you liked Ford versus Ferrari because of it's based on historical events and it tells stuff that you don't really know a lot about, yep. but it's still a, a pretty big part of history. Mm-hmm. The Current War is another one that's uh, really good. It has Benedict Cumberbatch, Oliver Powell, um, Tom Holland, Matthew McFadden, Dominic Coleman. It's a whole... Sweet. Love yeah. that Tom Holland's in it. Yes. Uh I didn't realize he was in it, and then I saw him. I was like, "Hey, yeah, that's that, that guy. Yeah, Spider Man. I love, I love that he's just cast with like every Marvel actor now. Yeah, exactly. He just, <laughs> he just does just it. Just team of them. up. Yes, but he's good at it. Yeah, he's so good. Um, uh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say um too. Cool. Well, I'm gonna move away from um, and say, Ford versus Ferrari. Mm-hmm. There are so many little moments in that movie that. I loved. So first of all, let me say this wasn't my favorite movie I've ever seen, but I always go into like any movie I'm about to watch hoping it's going to be my favorite movie. Right. Um, so my expectations are always always like moderately high for any movie I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the first movie where I remember like my heart was like beating out of my chest during the race moments. Oh yeah. Like I didn't like even like if, if I'm comparing it to the only other like movie with cars that I've seen are like Fast and Furious movies, mm-hmm. which I love super fun but like that's a whole different yeah but like my heart's not like beating out of my chest because i'm like oh cool explosion oh cool gunshots oh cool jumping out of an airplane because the expectations are it's going to be dangerous yeah but this like you get like the shots of them switching gears with their feet and then the manual transmission and then you know the whole thing with the brakes oh dude it was i didn't know if he was going to crash i didn't know if he was going to pass the person i didn't know if he'd catch up and for each scene it was weird like my heart my my heart was beating fast and I watched it by myself. I wanted to have friends with me, but I didn't at this point. And I was just like, guys, but no one's like next to me. I'm like, what's going to happen? Like, it was so, it was one of the coolest feelings I felt in a long time from watching a movie. Oh, yeah. You know? I was sitting there last night watching it. And I'm like, my hands are like up, like holding my yeah. head. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. It's, it's a movie you wouldn't expect to get adrenaline from. And but all of a sudden, do. Yeah. And there's yeah. the adrenaline. Yeah. It's so cool. But also, I think like um, the performances – from Matt and Christian, um, like every moment between the race scenes, they carefully built the significance of each race. You know, like yeah. if I'm thinking like the first one um, with Ken Miles, Christian's character, uh, I don't know what the race was, but it's in the beginning of the movie. 
the little where, like dirt track one. Yeah, where he like throws the wrench at uh, at Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Um, but like because he like his car didn't meet the standards and he was getting pissed off, it just made this race more important. Like he had to do it, and there was these little moments that kind of built up to each race. That kind of just like brought up the stakes. Yeah, it wasn't like Le Mans is the race. That's where we're gonna build up the entire movie. Each race meant something, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool, you know. And I felt the significance of them. Right. You know. But it like, I mean, to an extent, it puts it puts you at the edge of your seat, like right from the beginning, because mm-hmm. it starts with Matt Damon racing Le Mans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even forgot about that. And you You're know, right. It's, he like does he black out? Is that what happens? Yeah. Does his heart like freak out for a second? I have no idea. It goes, I was. It goes straight from that to him in the doctor's office. Yeah. Like, during it just a normal checkup yeah but it was like oh my gosh what's gonna happen like i don't know what's going on yeah talking about hitting seven thousand psi rpm or yeah RPM. PSI. <laughs> i don't know things psi mph it's rpm yeah. it's just a bunch of letters <laughs> it can be psi today but here we go for the record it's rpm everyone <laughs> yes i i know i knew it was rpm <laughs> i said the wrong thing that's so funny um yeah but like from th- from that second, you're like, what's going on? But mm-hmm. I think that first race that Ken Miles, Christian Bale does, mm-hmm. like, it also really shows his personality. Yeah. Because you already see him mouthing off in his garage Yeah. to this customer guy who apparently really does not know how to handle his car. Yep. Um, I love when he said, hold that thought. I love when he said, um, like, I need you to fix my car or whatever. He's like, well... Uh, Ken Miles like, well, in my opinion, that's not your car because you don't know how to handle it, you right. know? So that car's not for you. Yes. So it's kind of funny. Go ahead, sorry. No, but I was just going to say, so you you see him like, so he obviously knows what he's talking about and he's super arrogant about it. Then you see him at the track mm-hmm. and you see him, his actions follow up his words. Yeah. He's like, you see that he's the best and he knows it, so he acts like it. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. And it really just kind of solidifies him as a character. Yeah. That's a good little life lesson, too, mm-hmm. you know? Like, know who you are yeah, and live into it. Yes. You know? I, I don't think – I don't know you're the best because that could get you in trouble. But right. know who you are is really – He's the best at what he does. Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and he, he owns that. For sure. So, obviously, he's very much not a people person. Yeah. But he gets the job done. I was thinking this. This is totally from the movie but not pertaining to the movie. Matt Damon's character, his name is Carol Shelby. Mm-hmm. Do you like the name Carol for a guy? It threw me off. Threw me off too. But yeah. I think Carol Shelby sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, but if I was it was like, the actual person's name. Yeah. Uh, but. I don't know many guys named Carol. No. But apparently this is the second role that he has done where he's been named Carol. Really? Do yeah. you know what the first one was? Uh, it was a really minor role on huh. something. Um. But I like I read on IMDb that it was the second yeah. role he's done. Carol Shelby. Sounds cool, but Carol and Shelby separately <laughs> just don't sound like guy names. Right. And especially for someone who like races cars. And someone who looks like Matt Damon. You yes. know? With that really like thick accent. Yeah. That thick southern accent. It yeah. very much does not it does not match. Let's see if I can find there was um another scene in the movie where while you're looking that up mm-hmm. where uh you know Matt Damon's um pursuing Ken Miles to be the driver for this race um and he goes to make that speech at the Ford uh expo whatever that is when they're revealing the Mustang and uh he goes I'm going to butcher this quote but my father calls it lucky for men that know what they want to do because they'll never have to work a day in their lives. Mm-hmm. But there's a few people, and I don't know if to call it lucky or not, that know what they have to do, and they spend their whole lives, like, going crazy for it. Yeah. You know? And I thought that was so cool, and I was, like, almost, like, just kind of applying that to my own life with music because mm-hmm. I'm a musician. Like, I know what I want to do is music. But I feel like I've been – and I know – what God's called me to do, which is music. So I know I have to, but I've been living more on the the side of, I want to do music. Right. And not realizing how much I have to do music. Mm -hmm. So like, it was kind of a cool lesson for me where like kind of put things in perspective where, man, Cam, you have to do this. 
Like this yeah. was more than just your desire. This is like who you, this is who you are. It's and that calling. was like part of the 7000 RPM quote in the beginning too, like that's where you know who you are. Yeah. So there's some really cool like moments in this movie where life lessons. Yeah, some good teaching moments. He plays a a character on 30 Rock. 30 Rock. My named dad loves that Carol. show. Nice. Spelled C A R O L. Mhm. Where in this one it's a uh, C A R R O L L. Huh. Yeah, different spelling. Interesting. 30 Rock. What a good show. I watched a few episodes of, of that with my dad. Haven't seen the whole thing. I've seen a couple episodes here and there, but. 30 Rock's fun. Mm-hmm. I love Tracy Morgan. Yeah. I need him to have a comeback somewhere. Yeah. He just kind of. Tracy Morgan, if you're listening to this, get a role. We need you. Yeah. He's just kind of like disappeared. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen him anywhere. No. Maybe I think I saw him on SNL one night. Mm-hmm. But I think that's it. Yeah, I, th- I think he's come back a couple times when, like, Jimmy Fallon hosts. Yeah. He's come back and done, like, little moments. Cool. During, like, the monologue and stuff. But, cool, yeah, cool. I haven't really seen him. Um, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Uh, so, in that car that they ended up building for Le Mans, mm-hmm. in real life, that GT40 won Le Mans four years in a row. Yeah, I saw that at the end. Yeah. Yeah. But it got to the point that they kept, like, they were, like, people were so mad that these Americans were winning this European race every mm-hmm. year that they kept trying to change the rules to make it harder and harder for the GT to qualify. Wow. Until to the point that after it won the 69 race, they changed the rules completely to just absolutely disqualify it. Really? Yeah. Like the French, I didn't know that. Like the French or whoever were in charge of it just like ended up changing the rules to completely disqualify. But didn't the car. Ferrari win like every year before that? Yeah, but Ferrari's Italian, not it's American. It's true. The Europeans still makes sense. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And I it also said Europeans like Ameri- don't care if Europeans win a European. Race. Yep. They're just mad that Americans. <laughs> but if the Americans are come in, yeah, I saw. Um, oh, sorry. It's fine. Uh, that th- those are the only years, an Americans won that. They, they've never won since. Since, yeah. correct. Yeah. But remember, um, Carroll Shelby had won mm-hmm. before. That's true. He was the only American to ever win, yeah. which is why they brought him into the project. Yeah. I don't remember, I don't know what year he had won, but those were the years that Ford won. Yeah. Um, I don't know what car he was driving before that, but. Yeah, was he driving a European know. car? Huh. Something else to Google later. Yes. For sure. Who is your favorite character in this movie? The wife. Dude, sh- first off, she is so pretty. Yes. She is a spitfire, and I love it. Yeah. Um, Like, her driving the, the Volkswagen or the or whatever car that was, like, they're getting groceries. Yeah. And she's driving, and he's really not answering her about, like, just eating some where chips. he was. Yeah. And so she just takes off. Yeah. Like, it was amazing. That was I a great it. scene. And then um, when they're fighting... Mm-hmm. When Matt Damon and Christian Bale are fighting on the lawn, yeah. she just walks out with, the, with lawn the lawn chair, chair. <laughs> and then just yeah. treats them like kids. Yeah, uh, that's also my favorite part of the whole movie. Right there. Yes. Yeah. I've because it was such a stupid little fight. Like yeah. they're such children. Yeah. And then at the end, they're laying there, and it's like, "Can I have a fizzy pop?" Yeah, fizzy pop. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Do you want one too?" <laughs> to Matt Damon's yeah. character. And Christian Bale's like, no, he doesn't want one. But yeah. Matt Damon's like, yeah, please. <laughs> he doesn't want one. Um, yeah, dude, like, I love moments or I love characters. And this mm-hmm. is kind of what, what I want in my own life. Like, people that know each other so deeply. Yeah. They're like, she knew she didn't have to get involved with that. Like, right. if any other wife saw their husband fighting another guy on the lawn mm-hmm. with, like, a fist fight, they would run out there yeah. or call 911 or something. But I think it also shows the relationship that Carol Shelby had with mm-hmm. both Ken mm-hmm. and Molly that mm-hmm. obviously this was not the first time yep that this has happened well that that's happened or even like the whole them building the car together was not the first time they've worked together yeah like and you kind of hint at that at that first race that mm-hmm. Miles does you know he's yelling at the officiator or whatever and Shelby comes up and is like getting in between them yeah because they are on the same team, but it, this I think this moment shows, and for how quickly 
they both turned around and were laughing at each other as yep. they're laying on the grass with yep. the groceries destroyed everywhere. Yep. Like, it just shows the relationship that the three of them have, mm-hmm. you know, and how close he is to their family. Mm-hmm. Um, that Molly knew she could just sit there and watch. Yeah. Uh, I love that scene, too. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. my favorite. Uh, it only took them 20 minutes of rehearsal. Because, you know, every fight in a movie is choreographed. Yep. You know, down to if it's just one punch. That mm-hmm. punch is choreographed. Um, and they bring in stunt people you know, to work on it and do it. And Matt Damon and Christian Bale both had talked about this moment and it was like one of their, fu- one of the funnest parts of the movie for them to film because yeah. they're both, you know, big action stars and they do movies with explosions and a yep. bunch of fight scenes and all this. And they said it was one of their favorite, mm-hmm. uh, like quote unquote fight scenes to do because yeah. it literally took 20 minutes of rehearsal and it's just them brawling on a, in the grass. Yeah, there's one part where Christian Bale hits him with a, a pack of bread, a loaf but, of bread. But that also shows their relationship. As he first picked up a can. Yeah, he did, and then he put and it down. He threw it down and picked the bread, the bread up instead. <laughs> like I don't want to. Yeah, little moments hurt like you, that. Yeah, but I, I'm gonna fight you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Little moments like that just kind of put the whole thing in perspective. Like these people care about each other, and they need to hit each other right now. You know? Right. I love it. Yes. That's such a great scene. Um, but yeah, I love that it literally took. Like instead of days of rehearsing and so yeah. it took twenty, 20 minutes, minutes for them to That's nothing. Punch him and then Yeah. Like uh Bale, you punch him in the nose, mm-hmm. Damon, you tackle him to the ground. Yep. Bale hit him with some bread. And they're like, We got this, we got experience. Yeah. We got this guys, yeah. don't worry. That's uh, funny. Yeah. Also love that they call him fizzy pops. Cokes. Yeah. It, I think I'm gonna get a fizzy pop after this coffee. So when I heard that I was like, is it ice cream? Yeah. Like, that's what I thought. It was something like like a sweet dessert or something because mm-hmm. I've never heard it called Fizzy Pop. Yep. Uh, and then she brings out two Cokes. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. So. Fizzy Pop. I love how authentic they were to the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, with mm-hmm. the cars and even how, like, obviously, you know, it was. It's a timepiece. Yeah. But, you know, going to even calling it Fizzy Pop instead mm-hmm. of soda or pop or Coke. Yep. Um, I thought it was all really cool, but another moment where I like Molly is every time she's in the garage, like in the hangar or wherever that Shelby's yeah in there working. Like she, you know, she's not just sitting and watching; she's putting her two cents in. Yeah, exactly. Even after when uh he crashed yeah. when he was testing the car, and like everyone was worried, like oh my gosh, what's gonna happen to him? Um, like. The next scene, she's, like, not worried about him. Like, we need to go home. That was dangerous. Yada, yada. She's like, why don't we just try changing the brakes? (laughs) And her husband was just on fire. Right. Now he's, like, sitting there all, like, like whatever. He looks terrible. But she also knows that their son, who saw it, was affected. So she's like, we're going to go home. Yep. You figure Talk about just a wife and mob combo, dude. She's She's a spitfire. Spitfire. I think that's one reason I love movies like this and i can you know and i can point out there's a lot of different types this one the greatest showman mm-hmm. hamilton there's all of these like the wife yeah always ends up being my favorite character because they're so strong mm-hmm. you know and they know their role and they know how important it is to support yeah. but they also don't take crap sure and so yeah so molly miles is probably my favorite character out of all of them here because she that. sits that. in that role of I'm going to support my husband. Yep. But also don't don't include me. Like don't don't just look over me. Yeah. Like I'm going to be a part of this. Yeah. And it was her idea because she's the one that recommended changing the brakes. Right. Because they kept talking about the brake pads yeah. wearing out and all this and that helped out for the very end. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. That's so cool. So cool. Yeah. Uh. I love how even the last scene for the last race for the Le Mans. Is it Le Mans or Le Mans? There's no T. Le Mans. Yeah, it's right. it's spelled L-A yeah. as a word and then M-A-N-S. Okay, so Le Mans. Yeah. Um, the, uh, when her and uh, the son, Peter, mm-hmm. Peter, when they were like watching the race, like I just love, and probably just because my mom did this a lot for me when I was growing up in like my sports and whatever events I had going on. Like even when I was in chess club, 
My mom would be there. You like, were in chess club? I was. That's awesome. I was it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I may have lost my chops, especially since I hit my head this morning. Mm-hmm. I may have forgotten how to play, but. I think I've played all of five games of chess. Nice. We should ever. play sometime. We should. You know, movies, mochas, and chess. Mm-hmm. You'll probably have to tell me what to do, but. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Um, but, like, she was, like, my biggest cheerleader, and, like, I don't know, I love, like, a, a mother-wife that's, like, just so locked in mm-hmm. to whatever their significant other or their child is doing that, like, mm-hmm. they want to be a part of it. Yeah. So, like, characters like that really touch me pretty deeply. Mm-hmm. I'm such a sap for that kind of stuff. Hey, you know, there's worse things to... Yeah, 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 for sure. But, man, she was awesome. Mm-hmm. She was a spitfire. Yeah. Totally. Was she in anything else? I don't know. As an I actress? Because I didn't recognize her I at all. I didn't recognize her. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming she's been in other things. Yeah. I don't I don't think. And when she came in to, um, to see Ken when he was working late or whatever. Yeah. She came in in the dress and the picnic. I was like, okay, girl. Refusing to let him turn the race yeah. off. Yeah. Because she, she knew how much Dude. it hurt, but how, how important it was to listen. Tell me about it. Yeah. Gosh. Man, I hope to be that good of a husband. As she right. is a wife, you know, one day. Yeah. Um, man, it's good stuff. Did you know the Le Mans track was shot in five different locations to recreate the um, authenticity of how the track was in the 60s? No. Yeah. That's so cool. I'm mm-hmm. so glad I'm on this podcast and I'm learning all these things about this movie that I love now. There we go. That's the point. Yeah. I learn so much every time I research a movie. Yeah. But That's uh, yeah, crazy. Five different locations to film. Were they all in Europe? That, I don't know. Was the movie, was that even filmed in Europe? I don't know. I know the Daytona 500 was filmed in California. Yeah, cool. Instead of Daytona. Yeah. But. Man. Yeah. Just imagine how hard that would be for a continuity. Um, sure. Conti- like a continuity. I'm not saying that word correctly. Continuity. Thank you. <laughs> they probably talk. had to like just have him race a couple laps. And get all sorts of shots and then just pick and choose. You well, know? not only that, but you have to get, like, you have to make sure the cars are in the right spots. Yeah. You know? Ooh, that's this good. car can't be passing this that's car in one point. scene and then being with a different car in a different, in a different mm-hmm. location. Mm-hmm. Like, for for that ten- sense of continuity, like, yeah, how hard it would be. And also to transfer all the cars and everything, like, five different locations. That's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot dedication yep but the film work was magnificent yeah the the different angles and shots that they would get during the race yeah were fantastic so how how far do we want to go in on this movie do we want to spoil the ending here or oh i I talk about endings all the time all right great so the last race Mm -hmm. it's also historical facts yeah so not really spoiling stuff i don't i don't know if this is how it played out but I love that this wasn't a race where it came down to the final lap mm-hmm. and they were neck and neck and then they crossed finish line, but he was yeah. like an inch ahead. Cause you know, I've seen that a million times Yeah. and the whole thing was Ford versus Ferrari. So it didn't even matter about the race. It mattered which car finished before the other one. Yeah, exactly. It didn't matter about placement. But I also love like how, how simply Ferrari like went out, you know, just they went over, they went too many RPMs. The second I saw him, the second I saw the needle in their car hitting eight, yeah, I was like, he's pushing too hard. They're yeah. gonna, his car is going to fail. Yeah, and then he just went out. And then it did. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was still more of the race to shoot because there was this 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 they uh, like conflict two laps or something left. Yeah, and, and there's this conflict between mm-hmm. um, what was the, the the jerk character? What was his name? Leo. Leo and um and and uh, Carol. Mm-hmm. That like still had to play out. Which was great, you know? Like, you just got more and more and more and more and more where you, you were never, like, you were still up here the entire time. Oh, Even yeah. after Ferrari was out of the race, I was still up here. Oh, yeah, well, because then, you know, Miles went and did a perfect lap. Yeah, that he was so his, cool. He beat his own record. Yep. You know, and all this kind of stuff. And it also shows, I also, you know, then I think it, it shows a lot of, growth and character development mm-hmm. uh, for Ken Miles himself. You know, thinking back to that first race we saw him where he's, like, yelling at everyone. Yeah. And then in this one, he decides to do the whole bringing the Fords in mm-hmm. just for him to get screwed over, but he doesn't care. Yeah. He's like, I wanted the race. You gave me the race. Yep. They get their yeah. happy ending. You promised me the race. You didn't promise me the win. Yeah. 
That was cool. Yeah. Man, I would have been so mad if I would have lost. He handled it so much better than I would have handled it. Because I, I truly think it didn't matter to him. Yeah. He beat Ferrari. He got a perfect lap. Yeah. He, like, I think he hit all of the goals he wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he got all the accomplishments that he had planned on. Mm-hmm. And so if he had gotten first place, yeah, that's would have been the icing on the cake but i succeeded in everything i wanted to succeed in yeah so yeah but the ending ending that got me i was not expecting that like i said i walked into this not expecting a thing i know and him on the test track and the worst part was i knew the second because it goes back to the it calls back to the conversation peter had with phil about like you know being caught on fire as long as they get out of the car. As long as they get out of the car. And Peter even is like, oh, well, Dad got out. Yeah. You know, and I was looking it up. He wasn't, he didn't get caught on fire. It, what happened was he was ejected from yeah, the I car. Yeah, I, I think I read that too and last night. was killed the second he hit the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, because as soon as I saw it happen, like, they never explicitly say that he dies. Yeah. They just, like, but as soon as they focused on the hat yeah. that he was always wearing. I like got on my computer. I'm like, when did Ken Miles die? How did Ken yeah. Miles die? Like, what's going on? And sure enough, it mm-hmm. was um, from the test track. And it was hard. Like, I don't know if Peter actually saw it happen, but I don't know. having him there too, like, because he's the only one not running out there. Everyone well, and else then is Shelby stops. Yeah. The second he gets past Peter, he kind of takes a look and he knows. Mm-hmm. And he like just turns around and looks at Peter. Yeah. And I love that. Just the callback to uh, as long as they get out of the car when they're when uh, Phil's making a sale on mm-hmm. the sales floor and he's like, hey, Carol, I need you to come out and say some magical words to these new people. You know, yeah. you're, you're great at that. And he's like having kind of a just a, an episode where he misses his guy, you know, and he's like and Phil's kind of like trying to calm him down, but kind of pissed at the same time or whatever. I don't know what he's like actually feeling, but he walks out the door. And he's like, sometimes they just don't get out of the car. And that's how he's processing it, you know? Like, and right when he said yeah. that... I think it's they're, they're, it just, sunk they're in. just processing it differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not so much one's angrier than the yeah. other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's... They're probably through two different stages of grief. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Man. But it did not... I was not expecting it. Wasn't expecting it either. No. Uh, but, you know, like, obviously, like, Katie's, this happened in the 60s. Obviously, people die. Yeah. Um. Carol Shelby did not die until 2012. I saw that too. Was Dude like, was like 90 something. Yeah. Whew. He was old. Yeah. His heart finally gave out. But the cause of death was actually pneumonia. Man. Like, he, it was like the pneumonia. Not, I don't think it triggered an aneurysm in his heart, but okay. like, because he, he had pneumonia, he was already really weak mm-hmm. and his heart just kind of gave out. Wow. That's tough, dude. Yeah. But. Legends. Yeah. Legends. I definitely want to watch it again. Oh, now that I've seen it, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I would totally love watching this movie again. I also really love the score. Yeah, you know what? I didn't pay much attention to the score. I caught it more in the beginning. Yeah. Um, especially like when we first are introduced to Ford. Yeah. It was really like gritty jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me of something else, but I I couldn't, I still can't, I could not place what it reminded me of. But it reminded me of another like score that I've heard. Yeah. Um, but I really liked it. Mm. I thought it was really. Do you know what it reminds you of? No, I still no? cannot figure it out. Can't put a finger on it. No. Huh. Yeah, it's so weird. Normally, I'm all into the music of a movie. Yeah. And I just didn't even think about it. Maybe because I just took it in as one complete piece, mm-hmm. which is a great thing. Man, yeah. Now I got to go back and listen to the music. Yeah, it was composed by Marco Beltrami and Buck Sanders. Mm-hmm. Another um. Buck Sanders. Why do I know that name? Did he do anything else? He did The Hurt Locker, A Quiet Place, Logan. Quiet Place. That's where I've seen it. He also did And Logan. Logan. Yeah. Dream um, Team over here. Director, composer. Love it. Yeah. And his, I think like his biggest one was The Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker was good. That was a great movie. For Buck Sanders. Let's see what Marco. Also, Buck Sanders is a cool name. Yes. Sounds like a football player. Yes. And a fisherman at the same time. Like a good old southern boy. Yeah. Uh, let's see what. So Marco Beltrami, his 
um, A Quiet Place Part 2, Long Shot. Did A Quiet Place Part 2 ever come out? Um, I don't think it's come out yet. But yeah, it was supposed they to come out in, in February the, or yeah, something. Yeah, and they stopped it because of mm-hmm. COVID. He also did A Quiet Place Part 1. So I think Marco and Buck um, do a lot together. Gotcha. Is what it's looking like. There's um another... Because he also did... Oh, he did Ben-Hur. That's yeah. That's why that name sounds familiar. Cool. Because he also he did he worked with Buck Sanders on Logan, but he did by himself. He did um, Ben Hur. Logan is another movie I need to rewatch again. Last fact: Did you know that Christian Bale is going to be in Thor: Love and Thunder? No, isn't he? Oh yeah, isn't he the villain? I don't know. I, I thought I read something like he's going to be the I, villain. In I it. couldn't find information on it, but I saw an IMDb. He is cast in Love and Thunder. Thor Love and Thunder, but it hasn't given who he's going to be. And I don't know how I feel about Natalie Portman being such yeah. a big role in this. But I do love me some Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. I want to see. She's a bombshell. I want to see how they're going to play Thor because yeah. he left with Guardians of the Galaxy. 100%. And I heard rumors that he's going to be in the next Guardians of the Galaxy, but yeah. like he's also going to be in this movie. Yeah. How is. Oh man, don't get me don't get me started on Marvel. We yeah. have to move away. We have to move away from Marvel. <laughs> I can't I can't get caught up in it. I will talk about it all day long. Um, there's one more thing I wanted to say about Ford versus Ferrari. Love like just quick one liners mm-hmm. that like don't sound significant, but when you know the character, it is significant. You know, like it wouldn't be to me, but you knew it was to him. And it's when um, John Bernthal's character comes back from trying to to merge with Ferrari right. early on. And uh, Henry Ford II is like, so what did he say? And then he starts telling him all the bad words that he called him. Mm-hmm. He's like, he called you a pig. He called you a useless whatever. And he's like, little ugly cars in a little ugly factory. Yeah. And he's like, anything else? And he said, like, you're not Henry Ford. You're Henry Ford II. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was one heck of a line. Because, like, yeah. you're just second place. Like, you, you will always be second place. And everyone knows he's trying to live to, up to his father's legacy. Yeah. And and people know that's where to hit him yeah. hard. Also, let's Which ta- I thought let's, was so cool. Let's talk about that moment where he goes to Italy mm-hmm. talking with Ferrari. The, the picture guy, the camera guy, he went to, what, Fiat? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Fiat was, was, I guess, merging with them or buying them or, or Ferrari was buying Fiat. I, I don't know how that business worked out i just didn't understand any of that because that felt yeah. so that also felt like out of left field like all of a sudden like whoa where's why yeah. are they coming there into was the a few moments in the movie where i was like wait i didn't get that i had to rewind it but i think it was it, it said like they they were just using ford to drive up maybe fiat's asking price mm-hmm. let's find out who owns who yeah fiat became a 50 percent shareholder in ferrari in 1969 okay so they probably had some deals working out before that mm-hmm. um, where there was some kind of merger. Um, but, yeah, like they were just using Ford to, like, ra- bring their asking price up. Yeah, you know, because it was, like, $18 million, Yeah. I think. Um, still, man, you're Henry Ford II. I was just like, then he, Then he's crying when uh, Shelby takes him. In the car? In the car. Yeah. Also, that was another favorite of mine, yeah. like, I just laughed watching the whole time. Yeah, because you knew the you knew the purpose of it yep. was to get Ford the second to agree to have can be the driver. can be the driver. Mm-hmm. But you could tell the guy had no idea what he was he was not expect he had no idea what to expect. Yeah, and then you know Shelby's just sitting there straight faced handling it like a pro, which was great to see him drive since the beginning of the movie. Right, you know, great to give him a moment. Yes, but then. Uh, the guy who plays Henry Ford the second is just holding on to his seatbelt, screaming. Yep. And then oh, Phil is like, "So funny." Phil is talking like while they're driving. This is the part where they soil themselves. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was um, such a funny moment. There was. It was also cool. Like you also got a little human moment from Henry Ford the second too. Yeah, when he just starts crying. Yeah, and he's like, "I wish my dad could see this." Mm-hmm. Like that was kind of cool because usually he's just kind of like a jerk a of a character. Man. Yeah, business dude. Don't really care about him. Yeah. But that was nice to give him some heart you yeah. know because he also yeah he's like i wish my dad could feel this but he also comes to an understanding of not anyone 
could drive this car. Yeah. You know, it's not meant for anyone to sit in and mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes a special. Yep. takes a special person. Yeah. And I knew that, that obviously, that's what Shelby's intentions were for him to realize. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was cool seeing him come to that realization. Yeah. Himself. And I hated Leo. Everyone did. God. Ford, the company, Give actually. Give me some facts st- on Leo. I don't, I don't know any about Leo so much, but I do know that Ford, when the movie was coming out, actually distanced themselves from the movie because they didn't like that they made Leo look like a bad guy. So Leo may not have been a bad guy. I don't, I don't think he was ever supposed to be a bad guy. Yeah. He was a businessman. Yeah. You know, and, and when you look at it from like that, like, I think he was just mad that Ken insulted him. Yep, in the beginning. In the beginning with the Mustang. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was a personal thing, but he's also a businessman and knows that uh, Ken is not a people person. Yeah. Because he brought up really good arguments of like, you can't, when he's talking to Shelby and he's like, you can't tell me that if a reporter sticks a mic in Miles' face and asks him what's wrong with the car that he won't go off on Sure, sure. Like he was very valid. Very smart point, yeah. Like I got where he was coming from. Yep. I think a lot of his actions towards Miles were just out of personal offense. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Was it really that historic of a moment to have, like, all three Fords cross the finish line? Like, was that, was that going to be, like, a big thing? Like, why didn't it, wouldn't it be bigger if if he just would have won the race? Because he could have won the race. He could have. I think, well, I think, and that's kind of where it's like, okay, well, how much – how much was personal slight against Leo yeah. or that Leo had against Miles? Because I, I guarantee Leo figured out that if they did that, he wouldn't win, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, he tried all of his might to not get Miles to be the driver, and he failed at that. He failed at trying to control him during the race, and this was, like, his last shot to kind of, like, have the final say, Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I have a feeling he knew. But I also think, like, the significance of this was the year that Ford said they're going to beat Ferrari. Mm -hmm. Ferrari's out. No one thought Ford could beat them. Let's have all three Fords win. Yeah. You know? Like, I I, I see the significance, but I also think a lot of it was, like, trying to get that last personal slight in against Miles. Dude, wouldn't you, like, kill to kind of see the car in person? The Ford? Yeah. What is it, GT40? Yeah, I also I loved seeing the progression of how the race cars looked. Yeah, so you cool. See at first, like I I didn't know that that's how race cars looked at the time. Yeah, you know in the sixties, like open top and everything, yep. like mm-hmm. that was really interesting. And then seeing like seeing the car being built and changed and progressed to it looks now like a sports car. Yeah, like so cool. it looks like similar to what sports cars look like today. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I thought that was really cool to see the progression. And I think I read, I don't know if this is accurate, so don't quote me, everyone, Andrew. The Le Mans race is coming up September 15th, right? Do you know that? I don't know. Because it was supposed to be in June of this year, but they pushed it because of COVID. Yeah. And I think they rescheduled for September 15th. So wouldn't it be cool to, like, watch it? Kind of. I kind of want to, like, see if it's on pay-per-view and, like, check it out. I'm yeah. not going to watch it for 24 hours, no. <laughs> but no. it is kind of cool. I would probably watch a little bit. I'd yeah. probably watch like five minutes. I'd be like, okay, this is cool. This and, then yeah. I would, and then I would, because like, this movie is really cool, but I'm still not a fan of yeah. cars. Cars or racing. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. There's one more moment where I was reading before I watched the movie, or maybe like I pulled up some Google facts before like, like 10 minutes in, and... They said, like, it was very difficult to shoot the shots in the rain. I could imagine. And I don't know if they were actually shooting in the rain or if that was, like, I don't know, computer done or whatever, but I haven't... I don't think it was... I I, I feel like it was probably man-made rain. Yeah. You know? But it was so cool to see those shots because, like, it looked hard. Like, they made it look difficult to drive that fast in the rain. Well, it's difficult... Anyway, in the rain going 55, yeah, let alone 200. Yeah. And trying to pass people on tight corners. Oh, yeah. And you have one windshield, like our one, yeah, one windshield wiper going mm-hmm. back and forth, not two. It was just kind of cool. I've never seen that in a movie, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. you think like, well, you've had to have seen that somewhere, but I haven't. 
and it was only for like what three or four minutes but it was the only time powerful. I've, I've seen like cars driving in the rain is like uh where it has nothing to do with them actually driving in the car but yeah. it's, it's like that's like the setup of the scene yeah is they're in the rain yeah but i've never seen it like as a race yeah that's so cool it was and it was interesting because you could obviously you could tell they anticipated it mm-hmm. and they knew they're like okay we got to change the tires we yep. got to yep. have all this ready because it looks like there might be rain yep um yeah that's so cool mm-hmm. great movie it was i was not my favorite pleasantly surprised Yeah, i was pleasantly surprised at how much i liked it yeah yep. i was just surprised at how much like the adrenaline i had watching it mm-hmm. i haven't felt that since since endgame i was about you to know? say the same thing yeah <laughs> yeah I isn't that weird I felt since I think it's crazy how movies can evoke those emotions. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, mm-hmm. like, I, I remember I watched Jojo Rabbit, and I about cried. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Well, now I can't talk about it. You can't talk about it. Um, but I'm happy to watch it, and then we can talk about there, it. There, there is a moment where I almost cried because I got, that, so, now I I got so invested. Yeah. And then Taika, being a brilliant director, knows yeah. how to just shove the knife in and twist it. Sweet. Um, but yeah, uh, have anything else to say? I've loved talking about this movie. Mm-hmm. Everyone should go yes. see Ford versus Ferrari because I think it just kind of like you know drove under the radar. See what mm-hmm. I did there? You know. Yep. Um, definitely worth two hours of your time. Two and a half. Two and a half hours of your time. It's two hours and thirty-three minutes. Yeah, but still, like you don't feel that because it's great performances. Everything is so well paced. Yeah. I got to maybe two hours and like 10 minutes in, and yeah. I was like, I feel like I've been watching this for a really long time. Yeah. It does feel long. Like, I, I, I was guess. invested, yeah. Yeah. but it was like, I was kind of beginning to be aware of how long I had been sure. watching this movie. Sure, sure, sure. But it was, it's definitely worth all two and a half hours. Worth your time. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy I watched it. Yes. I'm glad you chose it. it yeah. Was, so I'm excited. glad you put it on the list once again. Definitely. I saw it and I knew immediately. So yes, cool, awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. I'm excited to see uh, what movie we're gonna do next. Yeah, Drew, I've loved being here. Thanks yeah. for having me it's on Movies fun. and Mochas. This is awesome. sweet. That's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you have any movie facts or questions you want to add, send us an email at moviesandmochas20 at gmail.com. Or if you have any movie suggestions you want to add to our list, let us know what you want us to talk about. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just look for the Movies and Mochas podcast. Have a great day, guys.